Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Uh, it's Saturday and tomorrow is 4th of July, which is really exciting and it's going to be a lot of fun, right? You probably have stuff planned with your family. Uh, but this is a time, guys, where we, we talked about yesterday how we need to pursue Christ, how we need to make every effort to pursue godliness and holiness. And this is a time where you're going to get tested. You're going to have a long weekend, maybe with your family, just full of stuff, full of fun things to do and 4th of July celebrations. But you still got to make time to be in God's word and to study it. So if you're thinking tomorrow, I know that my family has a lot of stuff planned. We've got church in the morning and then afterwards we're going to have a really good barbecue with burgers and watermelon and water activities and all these things. And it's going to be really fun. I'm going to wake up early before church to get time in God's word, to study it, to study Proverbs. Uh, and I'm going to wake up early and do that because I know that the rest of my day is going to be really busy. You should do that. And, and that may even require you to go to sleep early tonight so that you can wake up early tomorrow, right? It's all, you, you got to plan it. You got to make the effort uh, because you want to pursue godliness. You want to be in God's word all the time. If you truly hold God's word as the highest possession, the most valuable possession in your heart, then you will make the effort and you will make the time to read it, right? Okay, so I just wanted to give you that encouragement before we start because I know that tomorrow is going to be super busy and it's going to be fun, uh, but we want to prioritize God and his word and make sure that we're still studying it, right? Okay, so hopefully you have already prayed on your own. You have already read Proverbs chapter 3 on your own. And now let's dive into Proverbs chapter 3. Well, like I said we would, as we study Proverbs chapter 3 today, we're going to see themes that we already studied in Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2 come up again, right? In Proverbs 1, we learn that we need to grow in our fear of Yahweh. We need to grow in our healthy respect and awe of God. In Proverbs 2, we learn about the wisdom of Yahweh. So we learn that we need to grow in our trust of Yahweh. And at the same time, we need to honor and glorify Yahweh with all that we do as we pursue godliness and holiness, as we make the actual effort to pursue Christ. And today in Proverbs chapter 3, we're going to see all three of those themes. That we need to trust Yahweh, we need to fear Yahweh, and we need to honor Yahweh. It's going to be good. So let's read uh, the passage for today. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. Proverbs 3, 1 through 12. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart guard my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. Do not let loving kindness and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good insight in the eyes of God and man. Trust in Yahweh with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Yahweh and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. Honor Yahweh from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will burst with new wine. My son, do not reject the discipline of Yahweh or loathe his reproof. 
For whom Yahweh loves, he reproves, even as a father reproves the son in whom he delights. Let's focus on number one. Trust Yahweh. Trust Yahweh. Let's read verses five through six in Proverbs chapter three again. It says this, Trust in Yahweh with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. We need to trust Yahweh with all of our heart. It's kind of like how much we trust our parents, right? I trust my parents a ton and especially when I was your age, I would go to my parents for literally every decision just to make sure I was on the right path. One time I asked my mom, mom, do you think that I should throw like 20 Tide Pods in the washing machine so that it would clean faster? And she goes, no, that's not how it works, son. Don't do that. And I say, oh, okay, just making sure. Go to my dad. Hey dad, um, do you think that I can run fast enough if I throw this rock at that beehive? And he says, no, you're not that fast. You're gonna get stung and you're gonna die. Don't do that. And I go, okay, debatable. I think I am pretty fast, but okay, I trust you, so I won't do that, right? Like we trust our parents with so much. We go to them with every decision and they always give us the more wise uh, solution, the more wise decision because we trust them. But why do we trust them? We trust them because we know our parents, right? We know that our parents were born before iPhones even came out. So they're way older than us and they're way more wise than us. They're way smarter than us. So they probably can make the wiser decision. And we know that our parents love us so much that they only want what's best for us. And so they're going to give us wisdom that's going to benefit us uh, at the end anyways. We trust our parents because we know our parents. Similarly, we need to trust Yahweh with all of our heart. And the only way to do so is if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you know Yahweh's son, Jesus Christ. Without a relationship with Jesus, how can we trust Yahweh? It is only after we surrender our lives to Christ when we can truly know and begin to understand who Yahweh is. And we be, can begin to trust Him truly and genuinely. He is perfectly wise, totally righteous, and He loves us so much and we are His children. Once we learn that, once we begin to understand that, then we can start to trust Him. Once we know Yahweh, then we can begin to truly trust Yahweh. We won't lean on our understanding because we know that we are sinful and our hearts deceive us. But we know that Yahweh can never be deceived. We will run to Yahweh through every decision because we know that Yahweh is perfectly wise. And we will go to him in prayer and ask for his wisdom and strength. When we know Yahweh, we will trust Yahweh and will not lean on our own understanding. Number two, we see that we should fear Yahweh. We must fear Yahweh. Look back down at verses seven through eight. It says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Yahweh and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. We see a positive command and a negative command. The positive command is fear Yahweh. Negative command, turn away from evil. Fear Yahweh and turn away from evil. Do this 
and don't do this. We must fear Yahweh and turn away from evil. Those two commands are inseparable. Okay, they, they go perfectly together. Together they present the sum of all goodness and godliness. And as the world continues to become more and more evil, our job as true Christians is going to be to turn away from evil and to turn towards Yahweh, to fear Yahweh instead. Turn away from evil and turn towards Yahweh in fear of him to grow in our healthy respect of God and awe of him because we know him. You should have Proverbs 1, 7 memorized already. The fear of Yahweh is the beginning of knowledge. Ignorant fools despise wisdom and discipline. We must fear Yahweh. We must grow in our fear of him and turn away from evil. Number three, we must honor Yahweh. We must honor Yahweh. Look down at verse 9 through 10. Verse 9, Honor Yahweh from your wealth and from the first of all your produce, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will burst with new wine. We must honor Yahweh. Remember before camp when we talked about uh, seven things that we should prepare our hearts for as we enter camp? And one of those things was worship, right? We need to prepare our hearts for worship. And we looked in Malachi where we saw the right way to worship and we saw the wrong way to worship. And in the past, the way people would worship God is by sacrificing their best animals. They would sacrifice their best animals in order to worship Yahweh. And God was displeased with whom? He was displeased with those who instead of bringing their best animals they brought their worst animals. They're already dying and sick and ugly animals. Uh, they brought that to sacrifice to Yahweh in order to worship him. Was Yahweh pleased with their worship? No, right? Yahweh was not pleased with that worship. Instead, he calls us to sacrifice our best, to give everything that we have to him because we honor him above all else and we hold him so high that we would be willing to give up everything in exchange for him. We need to honor Yahweh in that way. Yahweh is worthy of much more. He deserves complete honor and glory. And if we truly put Yahweh above all else, then we would have no problem giving up our video games, our phones, our technology, our clothes, everything. Give up everything as long as we can have Yahweh. But that requires you to truly know him and to understand just how worthy Yahweh is. If you truly believe that Yahweh is worthy above all else, then you would be totally willing to give up everything in this life in exchange for him. To give up all that you are in exchange for all that he is. Yahweh is worthy of our honor. He is worthy of everything. And so we should be willing to give up everything. Yahweh is saying, hey, am I truly the one that you honor the most? Am I truly the one that you value over all of your other possessions? If I am, then give up everything and honor me and be pleased 
and satisfied with me alone. Is that true in your heart? Do you value Yahweh and and put him above all else? Is he worthy above all of your other possessions? If he is, then in verse 10, it says, So your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will burst with new wine. Your barns will be filled with plenty, and your tubs of wine, they're going to burst because of how much I'm going to fill them. Yahweh rewards the true worshiper a hundredfold, more than we could ever expect. The true worshiper, not the one that worships with the wrong heart. Do you honor Yahweh enough? Trust, fear, and honor Yahweh. What do all those things have in common? What do we keep repeating to you? Is that in order for you to accomplish those three, you need to know Yahweh. You need to truly know him. If you truly knew how wise Yahweh was, then you wouldn't have any trouble trusting Yahweh. If you truly knew how holy Yahweh was, then you would fear Yahweh. If you truly knew how worthy Yahweh was, then you would truly honor Yahweh. It always comes back to knowing God. Do you know Yahweh? And the only way that we can know him is through his word that he has given to us, his living, breathing, active word. Pursue his word. Get to know your Savior. Get to know your God. Do you know Yahweh? That's Proverbs 3. I will see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 4.